and welcome to the All Night Gamers Podcast, episode 139. Hi, hello, hi. Hope you're doing well. We're doing great because we've got Zelda. That's the first time we've said that probably a in a long time. We've been like, yeah, we're doing great. Things are great. <laughs> Shouldn't be that attached to Zelda for mental yeah. stability. But uh, yeah, what it is, what it is. We own up to it. I, got my I mean, are we so great? We're happy um, because of Zelda, but we're happy because of Zelda. Otherwise, <laughs> the uh, tank. Therefore, I will take that and run with it instead of taking a second to think about it. Because if I think about it, then I'm not going to be happy anymore. So just and I like being happy. So all that to the corner for now. <laughs> Come back to that later. Let's get on the show. Um. Yeah, so Tears of the Kingdom's out. Don't worry, we'll spend plenty of time talking about it, both in the beginning and in the end. Um, the end will be discussion on, on our personal likes and experiences, but we've got some news to talk about with that first. So, yeah, let's just uh, get right into it. So, uh, it's already on track to be the build biggest Zelda release of all time. Shocker. Um, it outperformed so last year the best performing game on launch weekend in france and i say france because the only numbers we have right now are from the from europe um but last year the numbers from france specifically for the biggest launch game was fifa 23 and that was like 320,000 physical copies um and zelda has already sold over 400,000 there uh, they sold four hundred thousand ish during um, their launch weekend, so that's good evidence there. Uh, I don't have a lot of the numbers in in front of me because really it's a lot of it's very big numbers. Um, but you should look it up if you have more interest into it. The UK is exploding all those numbers from that. Really, all the numbers that have come out from the weekly UK sales charts that we get is I mean it's just going to be gigantic. And and all the numbers they talk about are physical only because Nintendo doesn't release their digital numbers. I mean, they do, kind of. Yeah, when they, we get. they do, but we don't know until they say. Mm -hmm. And then at that point, it's just going to include all of them. So yeah, it'd be like a lot of math to figure out digital specifics. But if the physical is selling that much in this day and age, then the digital has to be digital crazy. Digital selling, yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially... So uh, good job, Chiz of the Kingdom. Good job, Nintendo. Yeah, good, good. You know what? Good little marketing strategy for. I I would be really, um, interested in seeing the rate that uh the vouchers sold after they announced. Uh, you could use Tears of the Kingdom on it. Yeah, yeah after I they bet. announced that Tears of the Kingdom could be used, and it still was a hundred dollars. Yeah, I was uh, just thinking about that because. I, I wonder how much of the digital sales is with voucher use yeah. because of the $50 deal. Definitely a number we won't get, but it would be great to know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously uh, New Zelda is big. I don't really think that's much of a headline, but got to say it anyway. Uh, the... <laughs> One of the the pirates of Tears of the Kingdom before it launched literally got tracked down. They know who it was. They know when. They know where. They know how. Uh, and I, f I found this article from Kotaku about it. Um, so it obviously the game leaked like 
over a week before it launched. We talked about that. We gave out those warnings. Um, we were disappointed. And obviously, mm-hmm. Nintendo exploded with uh, copyright takedowns on pretty much any platform Videos. you can think of. Discord, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, anything. Um, so... The, this user called Revolutionary Toe um, sh- got he posted on the Switch Pirates subreddit, which, first off, if you're pirating games, don't join a community about that. Don't do that, stupid. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, great job. I'll there. never expect it. That's great. That's a great job. Um, he shared a copy, or they shared a copy of a Digital Millennium Copyright Act notice sent to them by Comcast warning about the infringement activity. It also contained information on which Tears of the Kingdom file the player was pirating, where from, and how. He states, did somehow, did Nintendo somehow find out? They know the exact means of how I did it. What the fuck? Gee. Mm, I, I guess I they do. Um, no, no, definitely not. Nintendo's not smart enough to use the internet. Have you seen their internet? They don't, they don't know what a subreddit is. Can I still play not, if I just oh. disconnect from Wi-Fi, or should I just do what they say and hope they don't take action? What? What? This kid's thirteen. Yeah. Uh. So. I I don't understand. Well, I mean. Uh, you get what you're you get what you're paying for, and if what you're paying is nothing, then what you get is punishment. Oops. As you as you deserve. Look, yeah. I know it's like a you know sticky situation because Nintendo doesn't release or re-release all their games, but like there's a very fine line. If the game is brand new, you're stealing, and you will. Have Nintendo come after you, especially if it's right before it comes out. Yeah, like my my general like moral compass on this is that if the game is no longer available to purchase, or technically is, but is through a super convoluted means that requires obtaining unsupported hardware, then that means it's pretty much dead so whatever but if the game is like active like even still like stealing breath of the wild is still stealing you know what i'm saying like once the switch ages and becomes like an old platform that's not actively supported hardware wise even if the eShop's still available then that's a different question now you shouldn't specifically wait until that happens you kind of suck if you do that but you know what whatever i'm not gonna I'm not here to. Sit, I'm not here to sit on a soapbox. Um, yes, like, are. Games, that's why we've done this they, for three years. They, these games do not get made if people do not buy them because they're waiting for, uh, you know, to be able to play them for free. They're not yeah. going to go for free, not legitimately. Yeah, and like, I... well, Microsoft's been hurting. <laughs> yeah, they can't sell games because nobody on Xbox. Wants to buy As games because they know they the can game get passed. it with, yeah, Game Pass. And um, I guarantee that's why Nintendo doesn't do it for any other 
big Switch releases. It's only for outdated hardware. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm not saying I'm clean. I emulate stuff constantly. I own multiple analog systems. Where do you think I get the games? Like, but I also give Nintendo so much fucking money that I don't care. I have most of the games anyway. I'm not going to sweat over the fact that I downloaded a copy of Kirby Dream, Kirby's Return to Dreamland on, or Kirby's Dreamland 2 on Game Boy or whatever. Like, I subscribe to NSO. I probably have the game on the shelf. And if I don't, then it's super old or super expensive. Like, or both. Yeah, I yeah I emulate Chrono Trigger. No duh. Who who's gonna buy one? Why would I do that? Like, yeah, I sure I I've got plenty of uh, GameCube games that I can play on my computer if I want. I also have three GameCubes. So does it like for someone like me? I don't really care if I'm emulating stuff because they get my money anyway. <laughs> like it's not like I'm cheating the system. Uh. But yeah, I just kind of don't. I, 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 if it seems pretty obvious, just like don't, just don't emulate get brand the... new things. If it's available, yeah. cur- if it's the current thing, then don't. If it's not Especially the current thing, the then newest who cares? thing. Yeah, if it's the old thing, then they don't. They won't care. But if it's the new they thing, might care a little well, bit. they'll they'll care. But like, they're not going to, you know, bring down the full force of their. Uh, yeah, like on you. if you mod your 3DS and put a copy of Kirby Planet Robobot on there, you're not going to get swatted. But I mean, it it seems pretty obvious to me. I don't really know what he was expecting. That there probably are 13. You're right. Um, well, like the amount of people who are like, "Look, I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom early." Ha ha! At Nintendo of America, and it's like, what, what do you, you expect? You you, you really want? That's, the, that's the video here. game equivalent of when you get pulled over if you got out of the car very quickly and ha- and gave the officer your wallet by pointing it at them like this. That's the that's the video game equivalent of that. Here, officer, take my wallet. Yeah, no. It's... The mean cop stole my wallet as I handed it. I just, it off I, to all the... I did was frantically get out of the car and put my wallet in their face, and for some reason they shot me. Yeah. Oh my uh, gosh. Also, uh, I found so now that the game's out, obviously the developers have been uh, interviewed significantly, especially Anuma and uh, Fibayashi? Fibarashi? I can't remember his name, but. Obviously, a lot of interviews have been going on now that he can say, that they can say things. Um, and I found this one that I wanted to bring up specifically. Um, here's the question. This is to Anuma. On that note, I think a lot of people share the viewpoint that Ocarina of Time was kind of the starting point for one era of Zelda games, laying the foundation for the several titles that came after it. Do you see Breath of the Wild as establishing the new blueprint or foundation of the next several Zelda games for years to come? Anuma says, with Ocarina of Time, I think it's correct to say that it did kind of create a format for a number of titles in the franchise that came after it, but in some ways that was a little restricting for us. While we always aimed to give the player freedoms of certain kinds, there were certain things that format didn't really afford in giving people freedom. 
Of course, the series continued to evolve after Ocarina of Time, but I think that's also fair to say now that we've arrived with Breath of the Wild and the new type of more open play that the freedom that it affords. Yeah, I think it's correct to say that it has created a new kind of format to the series to proceed from. So the reason I wanted to bring that up is because it's interesting to me how f we've come so far in the Zelda format and timeline and also the scope of games that Ocarina of Time is now viewed as restricting restrictive in terms of development which makes sense and that's not slander on the game but compared to our capabilities nowadays going back to that format is kind of restricting so so i actually think the game that reached ocarina's like peak potential with that kind of format was a link between worlds just because you could have any item yeah just from ravio at the beginning It's not exactly the same, but it is more in that vein of Zelda that I hope we don't lose. Like, we can keep getting Breath of the Wild ones, but I want some older style with eight dungeons and, like, what Zelda's known for. Yeah. But, we I mean, it feels like we talk about this every other week. Nintendo's thing about, you know, new stuff. They always want to do new stuff. They don't really want to do redo things, unless it's Mario Kart. Um, like, yeah, I'm curious to see like how long it would be before we ever potentially get one of those. Because I foresee, for the near future anyway, say like less than 10 years, um, the only games that we'll get from Zelda that aren't this style of open world game are going to be like remakes, which I'm okay with. Like, I'm all for the Agen, uh, Ages of, or Oracle of Seasons and Ages. Uh, remakes. I'm down for a Minish Cap remake. I'm down for you know. I'm down for. There's several Zelda games that I would like to have remade. Like, especially uh, if they're gonna uh, do Amiibo like they did for Link's Awakening. Yeah. Like just putting it, like put putting the you know twist on the style and then making that style in real life. Um, not even just with the Amiibo, right? Like they also did it. Um, was it the E3 or PAX East? No, PAX West. That they did, like, the diorama for it. Do I remember that? I know. The chain chomp and everything? We know what you're talking about. We just yeah. don't know when. Say, say that question again? The, He's asking about uh, the 3D diorama. For Link's Awakening. What about it? Uh, do y'all do y'all remember that? Yes. Yeah. But not when it happened. Um. So. That's uh. Don't don't worry. We'll talk plenty about the actual game and stuff at the end of the show. Um. So don't go anywhere. But we must proceed. That's on. Um. The European Commission cleared the acquisition of uh, Blizzard. EU cleared, hey. EU cleared it. Uh, CMA is pissed about it. Uh, and they're standing by CMA their decision. Didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it doesn't matter if they've cleared it. Because unless Microsoft can overturn the CMA's decision, which is going to be basically impossible. None of their decisions have ever been overturned. And they gave 400 pages of reasons 
for why it shouldn't be passed. That's a lot. Like, Microsoft would have to find a flaw in the numbers that they gave because the CMA based it on those numbers. That you know, that's a that's a pretty good place to start. And I, I gotta say. Also, I think this is extra fascinating because uh, Brexit happened. So the CMA is a UK thing. Uh, and now that the UK is not part of Europe, at least politically, um, I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like this is the this is the popcorn moment. Yeah. So like, one suggestion people keep thinking will happen. It will not. Is that Microsoft will threaten to pull out of? Don't they make a lot of their money for the Xbox? And yes. Uh, and if hey, they pull hey, out, hey, though, you know what else they make? Literally every computer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they would have to leave the... all that. What do you mean? Pull out. But uh, if they yeah, did, let, let Apple have it. Every nation's gonna go after them for threatening to abuse. Like they'll be like, "Oh shit, they have enough power to threaten to leave." And mess with this country. Hmm. That then doesn't. That doesn't. We're sound gonna very break up microside. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, there's no world where they threaten to pull out because they will get hit with that <laughs> the ban hammer. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Not. Not every uh, country in the world is as business friendly as uh, the United States is. And by so, business friendly, it, we mean corrupted. Uh, tomato, yeah. tomato. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two sides of the same coin. Uh, yeah, I like, and you know, there's just that's not an option. Pull out of a, a pull out of a country that's like literally one of the biggest modernized societies that heavily relies on computers. So you're no, just no, gonna but people leave people that? legitimately believe this, and then like, sure, Apple gets it, but Apple's already. Uh, not super happy with Europe because Apple, they're being forced to use USB-C over there now, starting in a couple years. Europe becomes Linux world. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be threatened. We use our own thing. The official United Kingdom Linux distribution. This I... is how Linux wins the fight. I would love to watch the, the the Linux chat and a different Discord I'm in for all my homies up here that do Linux because I don't know. Uh, I, I want to see the reaction to the that possibility in the timeline or... where the, where the Europe where Europe the European Union and or the UK mandate and control a distribution of Linux and what kind of Linux it is. I don't really know the differences much between different kinds, but I know there's different kinds and why, right, yeah. like, you know, something just because I'm in that chat, like I see them complaining about it. So I would love to see the heat from whatever decision would be made there, but that almost certainly, I don't think that's a timeline we're going to see. 
No, definitely not, because Microsoft's not that dumb. And if they were that dumb, then Europe would go to Apple. But the possibility that that timeline does exist is hilarious. Yeah, Apple, even if Apple's upset about it, they they would definitely not be as upset if Microsoft just completely pulled out. Yeah, I mean, if Apple became a monopoly in Europe, uh, one, they'd have their own fun legal time with that. Uh, two, I'm pretty sure Apple would stop caring about what their what the EU makes them do. Or, I I don't know. Like, I, there's really just no t- there's no way. Like, Microsoft leaving Europe is the equivalent of putting a barrel in their mouth. Like, why would you do that? Because. People on the internet said it was a good idea. <laughs> we're not going to sell you any. We're not going to sell you Windows anymore because you won't let us not make games for the Xbox. Oh, so this is what would happen if Elon Musk was in charge of Microsoft? He would back out. Oh my God! Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Have my you God. seen how he runs yeah. Twitter? Yeah. This yeah, is dude. A, that he would absolutely. Hey, hey do actually, that. actually, let's do it. Let's have him get Microsoft, <laughs> then we can all work for Microsoft, just the same way we all work for Twitter. <laughs> That's right. Y'all remember that time we worked at Twitter? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I I still work there. Right? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my that grind. I'm a two job kind of guy. <laughs> I love my working eight hours. Fired a and um, you know, uh, they they didn't fire me, so I I still work there. What are, you, what are you talking about? So we can come to you with our complaints about Twitter. It's so much worse now, and I didn't even use it before. But at least it worked. Ugh. So yep, we've had our we've I think we've had our first popcorn moment. I can't wait for. To see where this goes. Um, moving on, also. But none of us believe Microsoft's that dumb. If they are, we have overestimated their intelligence. Yeah, if if they if they do that, that's. I can, I don't even know if I can comprehend what would the fallout of that. Please, but... Europe, go to Linux if they do it. <laughs> I want to see this timeline. It would be so funny. Um, so moving on, the Splatoon 3 season, the newest season just got announced. It's called the Sizzle Season. Come in June 1st. Little kickoff to summer, the new season. Get a I wonder new... if the DLC will come soon. Uh, That's a good question. Not. Yeah. Um, so there's a new map. It's called Barnacle and Dime. It's basically an indoor shopping mall. Um... There are a couple new main weapons. Uh, there's the pain brush, which aren't brushes already pain? Yeah. Well, this yes, one. This one has longer range. This one oh, is God. the pain brush, both figuratively and literally, uh, because it's a brush with range. No. Uh. Yeah. They don't need that. So it it looks like a the paint brush that's like a fan style, like a cone shape, for all you painters out there listening to this podcast you um, can tell us how wrong we are yeah i'm sure whatever i'm sure there's an actual name for that kind of brush i don't know um and then also the s blast 92 which is literally the super nintendo super scope um, that's cool i like that one it's a blaster that is pretty long range looks to uh, it looks to be a very long range very low fire rate kind of blaster that will also insta kill if you hit the explosion. Grant, are you gonna run that like the luna blaster 
I mean, I'm going to try it. We'll see. I can't, even if I didn't like screwing around with the Clash Blaster, I would have to try it anyway because it's the Super Scope and I'm a Super Nintendo yeah. slut, so I'd have to try I've it I've got anyway. to see if this is good. It's awful, but... <laughs> um, there's a new Salmon Run stage, the Jam and Salmon Junction. They didn't really show all too much of that, but there is a new one. Um, Humpback Pump Track returns from Splatoon 2. Yay. Much welcomed. Um, and also, we now have challenges that look pretty interesting. They showed off a couple. Um, too many Trizookas is one where it looks like everyone just has Trizookas. I don't know if it's the whole time or if that's like everybody's special they get every minute. Like if it's just like a quick burst of everybody gets it all of a sudden or right. if that's Can't what tell. everybody. Yeah, I don't know. But there's a lot of Trizookas. There are too many from what I saw. Um foggy motion which is just the map but super foggy very low draw distance essentially so um, uh like um where do you have one like that yeah would, isn't that the one of the special ones you can get with no that's just like a regular one right like in salmon run or yeah, just like... I was gonna say when you do the Grizzco, you can get that, but now it's just like any map, any multiplayer map can do that. That's oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, they were like, That's we already be... have the work done on this. Let's just throw it in. <laughs> How do we make Splatoon feel like we're playing Minecraft on a computer from 2011? <laughs> Amazing. Ah, um, uh, do you miss the fog at the bottom of the void? <laughs> not in the game anymore um and also extreme jump battle which they barely showed anything about like the, there was not very much really shown when they showed the the gameplay of it but essentially it just looks like you there's a lot of jumping involved of like super jumping accurate i would have never i would have never guessed yeah i know Wow, Amazing. too many Trizookas. There's too many Trizookas. Foggy Nation. Foggy <laughs> Notion. There's Foggy and it's noted. Extreme Jump Battle. There is jumping and it's a battle. I don't know about the extreme part yet. We have to find we'll have to wait and find out. But yeah, again, that's coming uh, June first, so just about two weeks away. Should be pretty okay, interesting. Good. Um all right, and with that, on to Collector's Corner, the normally segment where we go around and talk about what games have been playing. Uh, I can't wait to hear how much not Tears of the Kingdom everybody's been playing. Um, so, uh, let's see. Alex, you start us off this week. Eh, I beat two games this week. I beat The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog and Jedi Survivor. Oh, wow. And then okay. I've played a bit of Tears of the Kingdom. I didn't think that was actually going to happen. Okay, nice. How's uh? So uh, what's the what's the rating on Jedi? Like an eight point five. It's really good. There's a few issues, but I had a great time. My score might be a little biased, low though, just because issues. I don't know. Everything from the first game's improved, so I think I should rate it higher than that, probably. But I mean, eight and a half isn't really a yeah. bad rating. I mean, like, not no, not perfect, rating, but, but 
not not perfect, but an enjoyable experience, like worth playing, for sure. Yeah, they just need to fix like the. So I crashed like twice during my playthrough, and I know people have crashed way more than that. That's that's okay. Um, what's it? Uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley crashes like every other time Chelsea plays it, and that thing's been out for a year. At least Jedi, they'll fix it probably. Dreamlight's not. It, uh, they went, we have the money. Which is exactly why I didn't buy um, uh, the the racing game that they promoted for like a solid year. Yeah. And then finally released a couple weeks ago. My roommate bought that. Alright, nice. Um, Cameron? So... Uh, let's see. This week I got the collector's edition of Tears of the Kingdom, a regular edition because I sent the collector's edition home because otherwise I wouldn't have it at all. Um, after like five days of delay, I got uh my amiibo for Tears of the Kingdom, so collections back up to hundred percent. Um. been playing breath of, uh, i played a little bit of breath of the wild last week trying to uh you know readjust um splatoon 3 obviously i actually played with grant um we don't, bit. i don't know why i'm peacing to the camera as if we're recording this video but we obviously record video it's practice one day we, one day we will eventually one, one day first one day Y'all start watching and start commenting that you want to see us on video, and we'll do it. Maybe. See, the, the problem is, like, I really want to do that if, if, like, if we're all in the same town and we could have, like, yeah, a we room could... with us in it and just, like, a couple cameras, then that would be yeah. super... I can, I can actual... Like all the rich podcasts do with all their fancy equipment and time and stuff. Or, or like, uh, Scott does with Video his friends likes. when he's recording mm -hmm. just random shit. Like that—that's what I want—is just the ability to do it. Yeah. But it's being being what twelve hours from each other makes it difficult. Oh, we did it. We need to drag the guest into it. That would make it more difficult. Yeah, but that's special. 500 episodes. If we get enough views, we'll do it. And we'll drag all the guests. I don't see that happening. Well, we will hit 500 episodes. We won't hit the rest no. of that, but... Oh, no. We, we will definitely hit 500 episodes. Um, oh, I took a photo of... I'm, I'm actively playing Tears of the Kingdom while we're recording. Um, I took a photo of the backside of a black boss... The goblin. Whoops. You taking OnlyFans photos of the Bacoblins? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Whoops. Oopsies. Oopsie whoopsies. Um. All right. Then for yeah, me, I think, I think that was it. Mine's literally like the same as Cameron. Uh, oh, I asked, I also did uh, Toy Story Mania. Chelsea and I went to. Um, studios on Friday, and we we played uh, on there. 
Nice. Um, I got over 200,000. Chelsea got like 110,000 something. I don't know. Uh, but there was a car, the car next to us. All right. Yeah. You know how it's uh, eight seats and they're all together and yeah. whoever wins. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the group next to us was like, who won? And I'm just like, that's my score on the high score screen. <laughs> Me! That's right. Get, Disrespectful. Get wrecked. Get wrecked, nerds. I did that to a family. They're like, which one of you scored? <laughs> I did that to Over 200,000. I kicked me? a kid in the face. I said, get down. <laughs> They're like, dang, how you name? do it? I was like, well, today hasn't been busy at the park. So I've just been playing all day. Yeah. The which you think would make you worse, because Toy Story Mania is hard on the arms. Let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. It is quite painful. I want a button. See, um, I, I know, know how to bush him better, though. Well, like, just because... Story Mania isn't speedrunner friendly. <laughs> Facts. I, I, got I can't do 000. half an A press. <laughs> hey, that was my joke. Uh I did that to a family. That that killed me. That's hilarious. Um, all right. Well, for me, literally the same as Cameron. Got the collector's edition. It's happily in frame. I didn't plan for that, but it's over there. Uh, I finally got the last of my amiibo orders in today. Um, I. It was the uh, Wind Waker, the Toon Link and Toon Zelda two pack. It finally came in. Um, so nice. I got all the ones I ordered. I, um, I'm kind of questioning if I should have ordered, uh, you know, some of them while they were available, just because Toon Link and Toon Zelda haven't been available in forever. But eh, I, you know, I don't, I don't need a full second collection because eventually I am going to have to move the main one. As it didn't to spend the money. Of I say haven't bought. No, I, I mean, no. I buy Cameron, you can't have buyer's remorse on Collector's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also true. Oh, goodbye, Rockets. Fair enough. Um, you can be like, this is what I spent. Do you feel bad for me? But you can't be like, I regret spending the money. Well, that's I, I not the point of this regret, show. I don't regret spending the money. I just don't think I would have been able to warrant buying uh, Twilight Princess and Majora's Mask and the Ocarina of Time and the Zelda, uh, Wind Waker 2. Yeah, the, the the rest of them. I, I mean, I got the 13 from Amazon Japan. Yeah. You know, but I also needed some of them and they didn't get restocked. So, the rest. Uh, I, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. How did Amazon end up... How did Amazon uh, end up with Ocarina of Time and not Skyward Sword? It was their exclusive. Like, Ocarina of Time was it. not an exclusive. They also didn't want Corrin. And she got a restock a couple months ago. Um, but yeah, so got that. Got the... Um, let's see, what other amiibo did I get? I got Twilight Princess amiibo. I got Tears of the Kingdom amiibo. I got uh 
I think I think that's literally it. all the ones that I could that got restocked that I needed. Um I got uh a lot of time in of Tears of the Kingdom over the weekend. It was fun picking it up. The line was all the way uh, well I guess it doesn't really matter cuz every Best Buy is laid out different, but the line from the pickup area went all the way back to the apple part which isn't that long but compared to the line being non-existent every time i pick up something from there at most i have to wait behind one person um there like the fact that i just saw like 20 people there was weird yeah who are Um, all you people did y'all see um the tweet where the woman was like what why why are y'all out here waiting for stuff like, uh, just buy the game digitally, and it's like... Maybe they want it physically. Most everybody did. Go away. Go, go, go home. Go do your own stupid... Ho- go play like, somebody else's hobby. Or do your own stupid yeah. one if you're going to be mean. Um, I I tried to pick I, it up on Thursday. And they didn't work. let you. Yeah. She pulled it up and was like, okay, bet. And then the second guy walked up and he was like, no. And I see you. The, no. The person that was helping me was like, why not? And they're like, you literally can't. Like, like The system won't let you click the button until the street date. So I, I, I fessed up. I was like, yeah, I figured that would happen. I got the notification, but like, I've been through this before. Like, I know what the street date thing is, so I was just testing my luck. I rolled a one. Uh, so I was like, I will see y'all at 10 (laughs) a.m. Okay, to be fair, I think the one would be them accidentally canceling your order. I mean, true, but just on the scenario of picking it up, of picking it up a day early, but it was very hard to walk away from the store looking at the pickup counter and just seeing miles of Zelda copies and collector's editions and controllers and Amiibo. I everything the cases all the stuff was just lined on the wall and i was like why why are you doing this i get it because i got the pickup notification it's out in australia you could sell it to me no i was like get some help (laughs) i mean like i get it you have probably had five thousand pre-orders so um anyway but yeah so i got it that morning it was that was nice i like the collector's edition a lot uh i didn't I guess it didn't hit that I was getting a magnetic poster in there. That's pretty cool. Oh, sick. Um, yeah, it comes with like a little sticky thing that you can stick on the wall. And on the other side is a magnet. And then you could just stick the poster to that instead. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's what we got. I didn't realize it was that. So that was a cool little surprise, I guess, for me, just not really paying that much attention. Um, Steelbook's pretty cool. A little boring, to be honest. Like, I like the art and stuff, but the the fact that it's mostly all just one shade of brown kind of makes it feel like the Smash Steelbook. And the Smash Steelbook uh, at least had, like, the full art on the inside. Um, and, like, but I still, you know, I still like it. I'm a slut. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> so, lots of Tears of the Kingdom. Decent amount of Splatoon 3, like Cameron said. Um... What I was playing something before. Oh, yeah. Last week before Tears of the Kingdom came out, I broke out my 3DS and was just screwing around for a little bit. Played a little uh, 
little solitaire, little pushmo, little Super Mario 3D World. Nothing much. Maybe like two hours total of playtime over a week. So never really do a whole lot with it. But I did break it out just to mess around. Um, and other than that, yeah, it's just been a lot of Zelda. So um, does anybody have any Fey news to bring up? Since Cooper is out of office. Um, there's some sort of challenge with the new um, with with one of the new like original characters. I it it's like a choose your own adventure, even though it's the same fights you would normally do. I don't know how to describe it other than that. I can't even tell you like what the grand prize for doing it is supposed to be because it doesn't make any sense. Um, and there's some more banners. Uh, and Lost Lore and for Forging Bonds started. Uh, Bullet Forms started. Uh, oh, it's Seer's Snare. That's what it's called. That mm. that's the new game mode. I don't really understand it other than it's a choose your own adventure. Well, all right. Um, oh, that's what I was forgetting. Uh, I pre-ordered the full Tears of the Kingdom guide, the hardcover edition. Because who do you think I am? Um. I wasn't yes, going to, I, when I first saw it, I was like hard pass because I'm not about to pay 50 bucks for a guide, but Amazon put the pre-order on sale for like 26. I was like, now you're talking. Um, it's, I think 500 pages, like 496 pages or something like that. It's a big book. Uh, and it doesn't come out until like the middle of June. So I figured I, when I pre-ordered it, I was like, bet I've got basically a month to screw around with the game as much as I want without, you know, like just starting to cheat, um, which I'll definitely do most of the things I've wanted to do by that point. Um, so that way, when the book comes in, I'll be able to start doing all the tiny stuff that I missed or just like reading about things like, oh, I didn't even know it was a thing and going and doing that um, or helping with Koroks or puzzles or anything that I couldn't figure out. Although I haven't had one of those yet. Um, and if nothing else, to sit on my shelf and look pretty and occasionally be a coffee table book. Yeah. Makes sense. I still like your parents' coffee table. The uh, one at the farmhouse that like folds open. Yes. Yeah, that one is pretty awesome. What a great place to put coffee table books. In the table. <laughs> Or, or just like controllers. Or nobody but me will ever use it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a good spot for controllers, though. Facts. Um, okay. On to the tidbits. Uh, the Mario movie is now available on digital platforms. How much did you say it was, Alex? 30 bucks? $30. $30. So, uh, if you're a Too menace... Too much without a physical copy. Yeah. If, uh, if you're a menace... Then go ahead. If um, it was like 
how I got into the Spider Verse, which is I got to buy the digital early, and then Amazon or Walmart sent me the physical copy later, and it came with another digital code. Then I'd be okay with that. It's just too much for just a digital copy of a movie. Yep. Agreed. Just waiting for the combo pack that includes the digital and the physical. Well, I should have been out till Mario movie did gangbusters. We would have uh, had we... the Walmart Star edition. Um, it, it is. I I think like that version is probably what I want. Something like that, where it's like cool and a display piece. Yeah, because like, how many times are you gonna watch the Mario movie? Probably multiple times, but that's not a lot of time. Like, 99% of the time that that item exists in your vicinity, it's going to be, be on displayed. a bookshelf for people to look mm -hmm. at. Because, like, yeah, the Link's Awakening art book in the collector's edition is cool to flip through every now and again. But 99% of the time I've owned it, it's been on the shelf down there as a display thing. Like, it's the same. It's just the same thing. Hell, most of my games are display pieces. <laughs> that, yeah. I, that, that definitely is what it felt like um, when we went home. I was like, oh, wow. Because it, it, it's nice seeing them all just lined up all together, even if I don't, you know, get to go home all that often anymore. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to try to go home more once uh, the wedding stuff is over. Just because that, you know, takes up a lot of time. Yeah, when chaos and anxiety isn't a driving force in your day-to-day -day life. Well, that's always going to be a driving force. I have work. <laughs> well, well, to a lesser extent. Yeah. Less um, going on. Yeah. Um, for our morbid news of the week, the voice actor of the of Crash Bandicoot, Brendan O'Brien, uh, O'Brien, O'Brien, it's, it looks like O'Brien, but it has an E instead of an A, so I don't know. I'm sorry, but he passed, he's, he's dead. He passed away at 60. Very unfortunate. Uh, voice actor for really a lot of PlayStation titles, but his biggest note is the Crash Bandicoot stuff. Um, don't know how or why, um, but he is gone. Rest in peace. Um. All right, now that our uh, momentary bit of Sonder is over, uh, Matthew Hayes, the social operations manager at Ubisoft, says, quote, I and about 60 other amazing people were laid off today with no notice. Former, former social operations manager at Ubisoft. Forgot that word. That's critical. Former. Former. Um, yeah, I find that interesting also, given that Ubisoft said they were going to increase the number of developers on the assassin's creed franchise by 40 percent um no no just kick that guy out yeah his team. but company head down yeah. head count is down from twenty thousand seven hundred in september to below twenty thousand thanks to office closures layoffs and quote tight controls on recruitments so more animal uh i keep dude, every time i see ac i think <laughs> Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, not Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, it's like uh, 
Mortal Kombat and Mario Kart sharing the same abbreviation. Yeah, facts. Um, so Ubisoft's having a good time. Uh, Nintendo will produce its next films under the Nintendo Pictures label. Didn't we talk about this before? Something about Nintendo Pictures? Yeah, I think it was announced that that's what they were calling it. Well, actually it was because they had to have it for the movie, right? Yeah. But So going forward, this is what it's going to be under is Nintendo Pictures. Obviously. Um, Insomniac's narrative director on Spider-Man 2, quote, we are working really hard to make sure that this is the best game we've ever made. Well, yeah, don't you do that every time? Eh, we're not going to try to make this the best game ever this time. We're just going to... We're going, gonna for, we're going for a of... six. <laughs> High ah, six, yes, low the... seven. Ubisoft. <laughs> or, uh, Sega. 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 Sonic Team. Their best game is the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, and the Sonic Team didn't even make that. Also Sonic Mania, which they also did not make. No, their best, the best Sonic Team game is Generations, though. the actual game but um hogwarts legacy on switch was delayed to november yeah um, that's not coming out on switch <laughs> i feel like if it wasn't coming out on switch they would have already canceled it by now um because i i was reading it, some stuff and listening to a, a couple podcasts and spawn wave talked about it too and basically what i gathered is that it since the game is already out and is already exploding or did explode um that having the switch version immediately available isn't important if the alternative is to wait a little longer and figure out how to make it run good um and i kind of i kind of agree with that cuz I mean, I would always rather wait to have a game if it's going to make the game better. Um, yeah. And that's something that I feel like needs to be said again for the people in the back because that seems to constantly happen where games come out and they aren't really finished. They're playable, but they're not finished. And I, I, I think this is smart. I hope it doesn't get canceled because I do want it on Switch. But my my assumption is that if they don't, or like that, because they're already wasting the resources on it, right? Most likely, I would think that they would back up uh, and instead have it be uh, 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 like Kingdom Hearts is where it's uh, cloud streaming cloud, yeah. yeah. That's fair too. I don't like that solution, but it is. I think I think I'm sure the developers solution. know that if they do that, they're not going to get a lot of traction on Switch. Like, if you put the game out and it's good running, then you'll get decent sales off of it. Because I'm I can't imagine how many people that have played Hogwarts Legacy would love to play it on the toilet, etc. Uh, or people that don't have anything but a like especially like younger kids yeah. and stuff that not like super young but 
yeah. that age yeah. where you're old enough to enjoy content like this yet don't really have the money to you know just drop on a on a new system and if all you've got is a switch then you know like i think there's good money to be made there so i don't think this is really like a waste of time um but if it start if they when they announce it if they say cloud streaming then i will have changed my opinion um Sonic is doing a crossover with Crocs, I guess. Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Sick. So, um, you know, speak. Do you do you guys know the movie Idiocracy? No. Uh, my uh senior team members uh talked about that. Um, it was it was by um, um, the King and Hill guy, right? I'm not really sure. I don't know all that much about like the the background of the movie. I've I my uh buddy Aaron up here like hell, probably not a year ago, but almost a year ago now showed me that. Uh like made me watch it with him. Um and first off, it's a hilarious movie. It is truly I mean like take that with the context of it's very stupid obviously yeah the um, idiocracy so i love it because i'm stupid so like i relate to these people alex uh, uh alex and you know any listeners that haven't seen it essentially uh these two people that are lower um intelligence in terms of you know our society uh get transported to a future where everyone is Dumber than a bag of rocks. Yeah, it's just like a dystopia of our society, like, it, uh, and it's hilarious. But the the reason I bring that up is because when that movie was being filmed, um, a guy came up with an idea for shoes that was so stupid at the time that they were like, "Let's put that in this movie because there's no way that people would wear those. It's a perfect fit." And that shoe was Crocs. There are Crocs in Idiocracy because they put it in there because they thought that shoe was so stupid that it fit perfect and no one would ever actually buy it. So it's a great thing. And look at us now. Sonic Cross Crocs. Uh, I mean, look at Disney. They constantly have Crocs. Um, so it's... People Please, wear those I, to the parks and that they sounds do. miserable to me. I, I've worn them... Um, um, once or twice, like, full day. It's not worth doing a full day, but they're nice to have if it starts absolutely boring as Florida is known to do. The thing with Crocs for me is always, like, there's there's certain use cases that are clear and obvious, but I don't get why you would wear Crocs day to day, because if you're wearing them as shoes, i.e. with socks on, then you're wearing socks with sandals. What are you doing? Uh... Yeah, oh, like, true. are you are you Linus Tech Tips? I don't think so. Take those off. <laughs> uh, stop, stop it. And Get second, off. if you're wearing them as sandals, why? Like, I wore those a lot as a kid, and that was just because I'm like I'm never really picky about shoes. I never really have been. So, the fact that my feet got all sweaty in there because it's still kind of closed, like there's not a lot of ventilation didn't bother me as a kid but like why because like, like after wearing crocs for like an hour i'm just feel like i'm gonna be walking around on a slip slide 
Oh, have you seen uh, there's socks or Crocs with um, like uh, like not wool and soles, but like and soles so that your feet oh, like don't get cold stuff. in the winter? Yeah, and those are called house shoes. And that, I understand, <laughs> that's a good use case because you don't ever go outside. You don't let people know that you wear that unless you're comfortable enough to have them inside have, your house. Have you seen the, like, platform Crocs? Uh, uh, no, and I really don't want to. That's an abomination. I don't get the people that wear Crocs day to day, but whatever. To each their own. Um, but yeah, so funny little story about crocs i find that hilarious um because now everybody wears uh game freak is making a new action adventure ip with a company called private division which uh -huh. is a weird name do we trust game freak to make other games the no. top comment i saw from the reddit post you put in the chat was uh this is going to be the most unfinished game of all time Oh, absolutely. Yeah, apparent, well, because apparently the other devs that they're teaming up with also do not make finished games. Hmm. Um, they're, okay, now everybody hold on to your seat for this one. There's some new titles coming to Game Pass. Don't freak out. I know we're all excited. Um, but listen to this. FIFA 23 is coming to Game Pass. Right. This this uh this is maximum uh, access lounge energy. <laughs> oh, I missed the access lounge. Access lounge. Um but I yeah, missed so... the cringe. Yeah, I love that's like that's probably like one of our top 5 inside jokes is the access lounge. Um, it's so good. It's just we, so good. It's so good. We came from marching band to watch announcements <laughs> during Access Lounge. Uh, so, uh, yeah, th the rest of this, uh, the rest of this announcement is just Access Lounge. So, FIFA 23, uh, let's see, is available today. Um, Eastern Exorcist is coming on May 18th, uh, and Planet of Lana is coming on may 23rd and okay. then uh cassette cassette beasts massive chalice what massive chalice what do you mean by that Great. okay massive chalice what a name and railway empire 2 man railway empire was so good they had to make a second one exactly uh and chicory a colorful tale those are all basically coming out just like throughout May. Rikurita, the Pokemon, it, it all comes full circle. <laughs> uh, and the trade-off is uh, Europa. A lot Uni of games. Universalis, Evil Genius Two, FIFA Twenty One, Floppy Knights, and Lawn Mowing Simulator are all leaving at May thirty first. The only one that I really am upset about in the very, very, very slimmest of amounts is Lawn Mowing Simulator because that's the one game I've actually played with Game Pass. I've uh, seen one it of the played. I've played on my Game Pass. Um, but I don't really it get into those simulators. Yeah, I really don't get into those simulator games much. Um, but yeah, it, the best way is just not to do whatever they tell you. Just run over everybody's yard. Destroy it all. 
Yes. Who needs or, a yard? Or you know, who even needs go them? mow a lawn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, Grant, this I is hate... for the people who live in apartments. Like you, took, I hate mowing. You took the one thing that I like about mowing, or one of the, the two, outside. One, one of the two things. One thing is the satisfaction of clean cut lines, which I guess you can get in the game. But now I have to do that with a controller instead of a lawnmower, uh, and. So that's still there. But the other satisfaction was, yeah, being outside and getting exhausted. Like, doing something that just tires me out because I know I'm going to sleep good that night. Like, doing some good physical work just is always a little good for the soul. And, like... Lawn mowing is definitely that. Yeah, I don't need... We're Hank Hill on this podcast. <laughs> Dude, there's... I there was a uh, I can't remember I think it was the head coach of Clemson maybe I can't remember it was either him or Ohio State's head coach but there was an article about how he was the like one of the very few people that makes tens of millions of dollars a year and still mows his own yard and they actually asked him about it and he was like yeah I don't I think that's what's wrong with people today no one mows their own lawn anymore like that's like one of the most satisfying pieces of life to do is to like just mow your own yard and like get the not only get the satisfaction of taking care of like something that everybody will see and something that's like the biggest part of what you own is your yard besides the house and stuff and also it's like just the, the physical, act, the physical see, activity the, the exertion the the work like and normally when i hear something like that i'm like boomer you that's dumb. But, uh, as, that's that's right. It's a pretty boomer thing. Objectively, it still kind of is. But for that one specifically, I was like, you know what? He's got a point. Mo, make America mo. Twenty twenty four. I'm running for president. This is my oh, official finally, announcement. Confident president. <laughs> I, yeah. Whoa, 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 wait! <laughs> hey, I didn't say anything about that. <laughs> I'm just talking about mowing lawns. Yeah, that's if okay. You're running Coop, for... Uh, Cooper's, uh, when, when slogan. He, when, when, did, did he actually end up running for anything with that slogan, or I don't know. is it just what he thought of? What uh, was Cooper's slogan? slogan was, uh, walk, don't run with Cooper. Or, don't run, walk with Cooper. That's what it was. Don't run. Don't walk, walk, walk. don't walk, mow with Grant. <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> run, mow. Mow. Mow, 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 mow. Obviously, Grant's running. Uh, his first act will be college debt. I'm all about Wait. cutting grass and kicking ass, and I'm all out of gra- I'm all out of ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Amazon. <laughs> they would. Ju- Could you imagine if it, any of us ran though? They would just play clips from. All the episodes oh, this. yeah, that would be the first question. At my at any of our announcement, yeah. Imagine my announcement: don't don't run, Mo, with Grant. And they're like, uh, "Do you remember?" Uh, there's a quote here from episode seventy of your podcast where you joked about uh, knowing the mailing address of Monster Energy. Why did you say that? That's right. I do. <laughs> oh yeah, because I was gonna yeah just immediately just ruined my candidacy right there with with that one. <laughs> and I would still for legal reasons, but um, you, you, you're funny said uh something about 
mailboxes. Yeah. Uh, so you hmm. said here you have an effect. You you know you know their mailing address and you have a fascination with mailboxes. <laughs> Is there anything you're trying to say with that? No. <laughs> actually, let me tell you about mowing around mailboxes. There's actually a lot of knowledge people don't know about that. <laughs> Interest because he's into doing it. Stop mowing. <laughs> okay, you're I really, I really just wanted to mow Monster's Lawn. I saw their mailbox while I was doing something that isn't important. Uh, and <laughs> noticed that their grass trimming around it was poor. And it really I shouldn't be free. there. I was sending them a bill, though. Yeah. Literally, me and my buddies, pretty much every other week, were like, you know we can't hold public office, right? Oh, well. Um, Amazon announces a Amazon announced a Lord of the Rings video game again. Okay, uh, yeah, again, again. We'll believe it when we see it. Um, it will be exclusive for Luna. It's going to be an MMO. They haven't, yeah, they haven't said any specifics of it. No title, release date, platforms, but almost certainly it's going to be for. Uh, you ever forget Luna. that Luna exists? No, because I need something to joke about <laughs> now that Stadia's dead. And that thing has become Microsoft. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Luna. It's Sorry, Microsoft. Luna, you didn't make the cut. You're not trashy enough. Um, it's kind of Luna, but, like, they don't do enough. Like, Stadia did a lot. Yeah, it was always always the news. news. Which maybe that's why Luna's like, we're just gonna hang low for a little while (laughs) under the radar. Stadia was always in the news, and Microsoft's always in the news, so that's how it went. It should be Luna, it's not Luna because Stadia's always in the news. Or Microsoft. Because Microsoft's not known to be second worst. That's fact. <laughs> yeah. Luna, they have standards. Okay. Waiting they want to be first uh, in the worst categories. Come back when you know how to act like a real company, like Microsoft. Then we'll talk. <laughs> okay, Amazon buy Sega. And a glow-in-the-dark Tears of the Kingdom keychain is now available uh, for my Nintendo physical reward. It's fine. Cool keychain. It's about yeah. we're as excited as you can be for a keychain. Yeah, um, especially when key all keychains wear out on keys, so it's like I can't well, use it. I get to display it somewhere, like I was doing with everything else. Yeah, I can um, display keychain. Personally, I hate keychains. I don't need my keys to be heavier than they must be. I was big into that when I was younger because I thought having a lot of keys meant I was a big boy, but. I'm a big boy now, uh, maybe, and <laughs> sometimes there's a I weight I, I want stand. my keys to have, and I I've I, got it right now. I just don't like the bulk. Like I don't need my keychain to be a ball. I need my keys to be my keys. Like car key, house key, bottle opener because I'm an alcoholic, and uh, a little type r flag thing because i like my car that's about i want that's literally all that's on my keychain i don't there's a weight my keychain has to have because it's always had that weight and if it didn't i would think i lost it yeah and also like i like i have a carabiner like i like clipping my keys to my pants 
to make sure right. I don't lose so them like an you idiot. don't want it. And I don't need to be walking to around everywhere I go, king, 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 king. <laughs> or worse, it's like my pants are falling down. Yeah, or oh no, let me find my keys. Uh, what's that Scott the Waz clip with all the keychain arcade machines? <laughs> oh no, my wife's giving my wife's about to give birth. Let me put my car key. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. No, absolutely not. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but cool enough anyway. Um, old but still interesting tidbits. We've got, actually got two this week. Um, so first one is an actually old tidbit. Uh, so Nintendo actually genetically modified a plant to create the Bacopa Cabana, the Pikmin flower, in real life to promote the original release of Pikmin. Aaron wants one, obviously. Nintendo, at one point, participated in gene modification <laughs> for Pikmin. This doesn't surprise me. For Pikmin. I love it. Amazing. Um, yeah, that's that's super fascinating. Um, and yeah, so, uh, I saw somebody like asking, you know, if anyone had any leads to like how to obtain one. And I was like, that, that feels like something I vaguely remember hearing about years ago. Genetically um, modify it. Yeah, they said the uh, original one could still be found, and I'm like, then you figure out how to genetically modify it. Um. I mean, I'm sure you can order a seed. I'm looking at so many images of them right now. Like, I have no idea. So, Bacopa is a is this type of flower. The one Nintendo specifically made, I guess, looks more like the um get like the the in-game flower but basically it's all those kinds of like vine flowers that are like a bunch of little tiny flowers that like you can put on um like walkways and sides and things like that um so there's a whole bunch of them that all look pretty similar. I mean, I'm a, I'm not a flower guy, so. Uh, but that is interesting. Apparently, the original flower is native to South Africa. There you go. Well, uh, the All Night Botanical Multiple. Podcast. Multiple fun facts. Um, it says they created it. Okay, so it... So they created a specific version. Yeah. But the bo- the Bacopa flower is a type more like a like a genre. I don't know what what's the thing above what's the uh phylum? Yeah, family? the thing above species that's like genre. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'd there's love a, to see the there's difference a bunch of these kinds of flowers. There's and the regular one though. Like yeah. Cuz the regular one already looks like Let's see. Um so the 
official name of the flower is the Canastoma cordatum. Um, I'm trying to find like a. I've they released like a, a press release on this back in 2001, and it is long. Like I'm seeing, like there's purple flavors and there's white, magenta, which white, pink, maybe a little violet. Um, I wonder if the was it the white? Like, did they breed the white one for the game? Probably, considering the fact that the first game it was white. Yeah. I just don't know. Me neither. I need more time to look it up, but cool anyway. Yeah. Um, The other old but still interesting tidbit, the Tears of the Kingdom NPCs are the same as Breath of the Wild, where they're based on Miis. So if you mod the game, you can import Mii data and make NPCs in the game. So that's a little, just a little neat fact. Um... All right, rumors. Uh, Sega might start charging seventy dollars for some new releases. Hmm. Well, uh, I Sega, can't wait you... to see what the first one is. I really can't wait to see what the first one is. Sega, uh, Sonic, Breath of the Wild. Sonic. No, they tried that already. Sonic Tears of the Kingdom. I.e., Sonic Frontiers Two. I was going to say, wait, they tried that. Uh, Sega doesn't know what they're doing. They just want to charge more money. Facts. Disney and Square are working on a Smash Brothers-inspired game called Disney Domination. Good rumor, good rumor. Yeah. I think it's the white version, based on what I'm reading here. Alex is About the flower. Behind. Yeah. Okay, interesting. The white version. <laughs> We're talking about Disney. <laughs> um. So, any, I don't know how I feel about being dominated by Disney, but I guess we'll see. I don't think I this mean, is real. I'm not really into that, but we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm open. Um, it could be very interesting. At least it's not being made by the team that made Disney's Dreamlight Valley and the Cars game. Like, Square is a reputable company half the time. <laughs> yeah, half the time. Keyword. Um, Resident Evil 9, supposedly titled Apocalypse. We've uh, talked about this from before. Yeah, it will be the last game to star Chris Redfield. Interesting. Interesting. If it is, they need to bring everyone back. Yeah, so we'll see how that turns out, but I I think I'd agree with you there. I mean, if you're going to do one that starts Chris, though, you need to finish, you need to get people through his story, so they need to remake one Code Veronica and five. Do you think that's what they're going to do? Maybe. I mean, that would give them plenty of time, but they haven't touched a single one of those games that actually tells the story of Chris. True. So So hopefully they remake them. We'll see. 
And I know Resident Evil fans will get really mad at me for saying they should remake one, but I do think they should remake one again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, GTA 6 is apparently going to cost between $1 and $2 billion for development, Woo! so it's going to be the most expensive development of all time. Woo. That's insane. Yeah, that's GTA, a billion dollars, $2 billion. They'll make that back off shark cards <laughs> yep that's what it is it's not it's not the game itself yeah it's never the game itself very unfortunate honestly unless it docks which would be the funniest thing that could happen <laughs> sorry i GTA hope not fans, that would be but it's that true. would yeah i mean if you can pull that off you can do anything you can spend Look, put me in charge of GTA 7, give me $5 billion, I'll make sure it's the worst game ever. <laughs> and it will still be funny. Um, and yeah, Grant sells the JPEG as the game <laughs> with shark cards. Literally just sell Scrunt. Make Scrunt, sell Scrunt. <laughs> what happens to the other $4 billion, Grant? I don't know what you're Who talking cares? about. What, what for billion? You say that as if I was going to spend a billion on Scrunt. <laughs> look, look, you got to buy it listen. from that guy. No, no, no. It, it's scant. Scant. You, know, you change <laughs> you a letter uh, and then tell some college students that you'll give them uh, industry credit for developing it for you. Like, um, you know, all Everyone. the... Uh, like no specifically like the um engineering what grant what you had you had to do it the engineering design or whatever class to get your degree like it's one of the senior classes oh like the like your capstone yeah yeah just do it as a capstone make scrunt real Hey, Teach, uh, so for my capstone, I was thinking about getting $5 billion from Rockstar <laughs> and developing GTA 7 in six months. <laughs> in the time frame of a capstone. But we're not actually going to develop. But listen, listen, GTA. if you don't tell them, I will give you $200,000. <laughs> I've got five billion. <laughs> uh, I will pay your salary for one year. What's that? Five bucks? <laughs> got him. Society. Um. So, last of the rumors, of course, Nintendo's new console. Um, according to sources close to Nintendo, development. For oh. Nintendo's new console, quote, seems to be progressing well, but a product launch won't happen before next spring at the earliest. See, at least you're going to give me a rumor that I can buy. Okay. You're not, really, you're not really saying anything. That's what I mean by I can buy it, because you're not really saying anything. All you're saying is it's probably not going to happen for a while, which that's a good rumor. I can buy that rumor. It's not going to happen yeah. for a while. That's a good rumor. Even if that. you're wrong, you're right. Like, you're lying, you're right. Yeah. Um, and also there okay, is a, there is a new finance update from Nintendo that points to, 
a new hardware reveal slash release within the next 12 to 18 months, which I can also buy because we're at we're at that point now. Like we've talked about it a couple of times where we're breaching the life cycle thing that they talked about, like the longer than normal life cycle. Um, and for Nintendo, go. it's basically always been five. Um, so we're at, we're in six right now. So to think maybe the next one is at seven, considering that it could be just a switch two or something. I mean, I consider, I, I think it has to be some sort of a switch in some form even if the only form is backwards compatibility with the Switch, because I'm pretty sure the whole point of them building up this online user base was to keep it. You know, I could buy a backwards compatible uh, console being released. Like, basically the 3DS. Yeah. yeah. That That's what I could buy. Them ditching everything, I don't think so yet. Like no, there's no reason. Putting out. There's no reason that they would dump a over hundred million user base when the last time they dropped that they had the Wii U. Yeah, and I'm, I can't I know even. They don't want to do that again. I'm pretty sure they learned from that and don't want to lose a huge install base like that, especially when you want them all to be a part of your online ecosystem. That you're yeah, so, probably maintaining. Uh, like, I guess the one I could believe more is the new 3DS style. Also, the fact that you there's a couple of things it, exclusive. Uh, switch online. Say what? But like, the, the uh, for the online user base, yes, you, said you NSO. actually named it NSO. Yeah, so like, like you want to maintain mm -hmm. that. Uh, you did the whole cloud save thing, so I assume you want to keep that running on the new thing and. You know, like you've not like and even forgetting all of that, you developed a ton of incredible games that you probably want to be able to keep selling, even if you can't sell them at sixty anymore because it's an old system. If you could still sell it for thirty or forty, you know, like and I don't see why would. you want to give that up. Like, cause, and like we're not just talking about games; we're talking about ten out of tens. We're talking about portability for so many great first and third party games. Like, like I don't know why you'd want to give give that install base up when obviously like it works really well and I know and... you want to do new things and I'm not saying you can't do new things, but there's no way they're going to drop that. So like what Nintendo selects. Yeah, I could see that. And, Cause but, like now that, you know, there's been seven years, other companies are starting to make their own versions of the switch. Um, Steam Deck obviously being one of the bigger ones, but it's not the only one anymore. It's just the most recognizable name. Yeah. And, like, this is the first point in time where I've heard the phrase, it might come out within the next 12 to 18 months, and also believed it. Like, we've never really been in that time before. Like, now we're at, so we're at, we're going through six right now, so... Maybe seven, seven and a half. I can believe that. Whereas, yeah, if you told me this, this is in more believable. This would be like, oh, it's just the same old crap. We did hear it in twenty twenty one, and we all went, no, no. Yeah, they said they were gonna extend the life cycle, so no. But yeah. now this is the first time where it's like, okay, now we can. It's like start believing. This maybe. we can believe, 
but it's like still kind of teetering on the edge. Yeah, like that extension. I I wouldn't be surprised, but I would not be surprised. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see it either way. Like, I could totally see them releasing a new console next year. I can also see them trying not to. Um, Personally, I think by next year, from a hardware discrepancy, that they probably should. Um, Yeah, because, I mean, specs-wise, the OLED isn't, like, better, right? It's just for... Correct. It's all all usability improvement. Like, it's not really performance improvement. Um, And, like, the Switch and the Series S have a lot in common when it comes to development problems. The difference is that the Series S is the Series S and the Switch has a hundred over a hundred million units. So like it's a lot more worthwhile yeah. to spend the time making games that will work on an older system, but that's only gonna happen for so long. So yeah, eventually you don't want to like... wait too long to put out something that is more upgraded. Yeah, I mean developers yeah. are already upset, but at least they're like, ah, we don't it's not the same because Nintendo's like, eh, we need you but not it's the same reason they supported the last gen so long because like yeah. sure it takes more time to make these new games work on older hardware but there's such a big install base that there's still plenty of money to be made so we'll exactly do as, especially as microsoft needs them and they are like no i don't wanna and that lasted you know two two years ish um and still yeah. is for some things you know it's not as big anymore but like so it'll it'll last for a while but it won't last forever so they don't they shouldn't wait too long you don't want to try to push it but right so i think like i think if next year they don't release one they're gonna start it's gotta be the next yeah it's gotta be 2025 if not next year because like you're that's when they're gonna start hitting i feel like that's when they maybe at least start seeing the potential for that effect like in their budget not necessarily just yeah. knowing that it's on the horizon, but actually seeing people not Possibly, like, like yeah. you know, nothing that we would know about, but like the back north negotiations, people start bringing that up more. Like, we don't want to develop for this system because this, this, and this. It's like really a, a bitch. We're not making as much money off of it. So, you know, I can see that starting to really happen a lot more next year if they don't have something new. Yeah. Because, well, Nintendo will still be making, you know, plenty of money because all their stuff is, you know, first party, all these other companies, especially if they're having to make new engines uh, for whatever reason, right? Like, there's, there's only so long you can keep adding before it's like, uh, you know? Yeah. There's going to be a point when they're like, it's it's not worth it. And we're kind of reaching it. Yeah. But it's not... It's gonna be different than how the Xbox is, Series S is working, because developers just don't like working on that because they're like it sucks, well, and Microsoft's like, no, no, if you want to release on the X, you've got to make it for the S. Yeah, and like that's really the only reason they're doing it because they're being forced to if they want it on the X yeah. anyway. And like the switch, they're not being forced to. There's just still money to be made. Like the money you're gonna, the extra money, money you're gonna spend to get it to run good or at least acceptably is smaller than the amount of money you'll make if you put it out anyway. So you might as still do that. But 
that gap closes over time. So, yeah, we're starting. Uh, it feels like we're starting to reach that point of, eh. Yeah, because like, but clouds say, cloud versions will starve this a little. We'll start seeing if Nintendo doesn't release one by then. We'll start seeing a lot more cloud versions of games so that they can still release on the Switch. And then everything's gonna die anyway. Yeah. Correct. Um. And uh, so, I, actually, I want to use this to, to transition into our topic. So, obviously, our finishing topic is Tears of the Kingdom. We're going to talk a lot about that. I, I want right. to open with this, based on that rumor. So, like, Tears of the Kingdom, performance-wise, is... It's fine. Fine. It's fine. Uh, it's, Especially for what I've seen of everybody making, like, tanks and stuff like that. Where I, I saw it's still, like, running dude. pretty well. Well, like, it's, I'm not really surprised by that. They're like, they've obviously got this engine down pat pretty well, um, even though it's not yeah. the exact same one as Breath of the Wild. Um, but it's basically. Oh, I was comparing same. it to Age of Calamity. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's a fair comparison. Like, it's it's fine. It feels like when Breath of the Wild first released. And right, just so a we'll lot see of some slowdown. Patches. Like there, luckily, there's not a lot. There's not really any slowdown when it comes to like making big stupid machines, which is good. But but it's in areas. It's in um, areas, it. and it's almost every time that I select either the mostly the master hand ability, but that or um, fuse. Like it's not in every uh, area, but it's most every time I select it, I feel like there's just like it just drops frames for like a half second, and like I'll agree with Fuse. It does not like, yeah, fuse. and like like after a second, it's fine. Like everything settles out. It's back to normal. But that first like second it's when, just you, when you select you it, turn it, on, fuse. yeah, and like you turn it on, and then you rotate to select the item, and that rotation feels like breaks are in your eyes. Um. Which is frustrating, and like there's the stuff from Breath of the Wild where like very areas with a lot of small things. Like that's why the the machines don't really bother you because it's still only like you know maybe twelve items, fifteen items. Um, but like big forests with a lot of grass, just like a ton of little particles and the trees and the and the obviously the grass. Yeah, that's what killed Age of Calamity. Yeah, like that stuff. Like when there's just a ton of things going on, big explosions. Um, so. I think, because uh, I'm actually seeing it now while I'm playing, right? I think there's a shit ton of calling going on, um, even on an For area. It doing the build, yeah. Like, even on an area as uh, you know small as uh, Eventide Island, right? Like, it's because uh, I walked, uh, you know. I went and found a Korra or two, right? I went back. All the stuff that I was playing with despawned, went back to its original locations. I feel like that is how they're getting away with the items. Because um, they're just calling it all away. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you walk, like, you walk away, that's it. Game over. And, um, like, the draw distance is still the same as Breath of the Wild, i.e., like, you can see everything, but everything beyond a certain distance is, like... Nothing. Just 
super low res, which Nintendo's been known to do in a ton of their games. Stuff that's not in your immediate vicinity is low res to save on. And that is kind of, yeah, and that's kind of how it should be, because otherwise you've you know you're going to burn out your systems. Yeah, and look, like I'm not picky. I don't need 8K rocks, but I do feel that disappointment of looking at something in the game in my immediate vicinity and having played so much new games, just 4K games, 1440p games, seeing those textures and knowing that they could look a lot, like just knowing that if everything in the game had a could run a higher texture and maintain a smooth frame rate that I would definitely like it a little bit more. Like it's not anywhere bad enough to be game breaking. Obviously I'm still having a great time with it. All of us are basically everybody in the world is. So this is really just a nitpick more than anything, but this is why I want a new console now is just cause like I want better looking games. I don't need them. You don't have to have it to be a good game, but when you're making a brand new AAA open world nature game, essentially, that you is want those seventy dollars. Yeah, you want those things to look really pretty. Uh, and I find myself missing that. Like everything just looks so smooth. Like there's not there's not really a lot of texture to most things. Um, and all of, it's very obvious because you have to save on resources and get it to run. So. I see everything that I've seen. I know why they did it, but I still would really like to have a new system, whether that be a Switch 2 or something else, that is more powerful, just so that I can have that higher, that that next gen feel. Um. So at least for dock mode, I you know I've thought about that a lot. I'm not sure if. I don't like this. Feels too easy of an answer to me for something that Nintendo would do. So I don't think they'll do it. But I would love to see just a Switch Two, where even if the main console isn't all that crazy updated, which I think it should be. Like you can easily there's, you don't even have to get something from 2023, but you should get something that's newer than 2015. Um, put it in the middle. Yeah, like get something from 2019, something in there. Um, and like. Also, AMD just announced like new mobile processors. They've been really good at mobile processors for a minute, and they just announced a new one. And we talked about that rumor a week or two ago, um, where that might be in the new console. Um, but even if you don't get a, the cutting edge thing, just something that gives you more performance in handheld, and then have the dock be similar to like those. Uh, Razer does this a lot. Like you can buy a Razer laptop and then a GPU cage that plugs up separately. So like you can take your laptop with you, but then when you want to do hardcore gaming at home, you set it up on your desk and you plug in a Thunderbolt cable and all of a sudden you've got an external GPU's worth of power. But you still retain the laptop portability. So like if you could make the make that the same thing where like the dock has extra bulk in it to which if if I remember correctly, that is uh, something that people were speculating would happen uh, with the OLED. Yeah, and also but, Nintendo and... put out that update that lets you update the dock firmware now. Yeah, even though I, I was never just about that. to mention We've never that. had that, but yeah, um, like it, it exists as a feature and for it, some reason. It doesn't even have to be like I'm not saying tape a 4090 to the dock, but 
you can pull pretty good graphics off of not that much space. And if you can, you know, I'm not really sure what hardware I would think would go in there, but just a GPU booster of some kind to allow you to do even like, you know, pretty low frill 4K stuff. Um, and then maintain a 1080p 60 or 720p 60 on everything in handheld, then like I would, I would really like that. But that seems like too easy of an answer. That seems like an upgraded, like that doesn't Nintendo doesn't do that all that often. That would, that would be like a Microsoft or Sony. Yeah, uh, but then again, they made the new three. Like they, like they could, but I don't know. It really just depends on if they make a Switch two or if they're making a new Nintendo console. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. For so sure. I, I kind of wanted to, to to jump off with that. But other than that, the performance has been fine. Really, my only lag has come from big explosions and the abilities. Um, but other than that, it's it's just Breath of the Wild. Um, this game to me yeah, makes least. Breath of the Wild feel like a first draft. Like yeah. I, I can and see that. I have to come. I have to come clean. I did not think of that on my own. That's from Nintendo Voice Chat. Highly recommend listening to that episode on Tears of the Kingdom. Spoiler free. Um, and and I was, I knew we were going to be talking about this, so I made sure to like spend a lot of time thinking about what I wanted to say. Um, and I heard that, and I was like, "That's a great way to put it." Like when Cameron, when you and I were playing the other day, um, just like parallel. And I I had said that this didn't feel like DLC. I think that's what I was trying to come up with. It's like, this feels like Breath of the Wild. But it feels like what Breath of the Wild... Was aiming for. Yeah, yeah. Like, like looking back now... Not that Breath of the Wild is a bad game. Yeah, it's it's a really painful thing to say, right? Because Breath of the Wild is so good. I mean, literally one game of the year. Uh, But, like, looking back now, it just feels so rudimentary. Like, this is, like, their idea that they had. And, again, with no slander to Breath of the Wild at all, that, I think that really encapsulates how good Tears of the Kingdom is. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed every bit of what I've played. Um, I'm very glad I played Breath of the Wild before this, again. I'm more glad I did it on master mode because now everything's a cakewalk. Uh, it, it feels like in this game anyway. You can actually use bomb barrels and stuff and have it do something. Um, but yeah, everything's great. I can't believe that there are three maps. That blows my mind. The fact that they didn't even talk about the underground at all. And all the stuff yeah. that's involved there, and I still like barely know a damn thing about the underground because, frankly, I don't have enough hearts to go there. Um, oh yeah, no. Um, you gotta I... pull it out of Nintendo. You really do sometimes. It, it really do be like that. Um, but, like but, uh, everything's a spoiler. No, it's just there's there's a difference. Um, I I went to um. I think it's uh Lone what hold on, when was going out? Uh the Lone Island Coliseum. I ended up there um you know on accident and 
being in the depths is very concerning when you don't have enough hearts. Because all it takes is one hit and you are essentially screwed. Yeah, and like you just don't need, you don't just need hearts, but you need special food that can heal gloom damage and. I didn't realize there was special food that could heal gloom damage. The only reason I know is because I find these, they grow mostly on Sky Island, so like I, I don't think this is a spoiler. Uh, because if you haven't played, if you haven't played any of Tears of the Kingdom, mute the next thirty seconds. But if you've played literally an hour, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's a flower that grows on the Sky Islands. It's called a Sundalion, and it's like the only thing I found so far that it'll say it in the description that says like, you know, will restore hearts destroyed by gloom. Uh, and I, I might have found one other thing. I can't really remember. I don't, I don't. If I have, I don't know what it is. But that's the only thing that'll do it. You can make food with that, and it will heal a couple regular hearts, and it'll have like a broken heart for the gloom and a plus number for like however many hearts it'll heal. But yeah, so I, I found that out the hard way. Gloom doesn't give you your hearts back. You can't heal heal that without special food. Um, so yeah, I I also dealt with that. Um, that I probably spent an hour and a half trying to clear that uh, Coliseum just because I took gloom damage uh, at the beginning of the fight. So I was trying to fight um, a silver Bacoblin and a black Bacoblin and, you know, but, but the high rank, you know, the ones the with a lot of health ones, yeah. with three hearts. Yeah, so one hit. One, one hit. And um, spoilers, I guess. Um, the final round has a bomb archer. You try surviving with three hearts on, you know... Yeah, with a, the guy that's literally that... there to do nothing except shoot bombs at you. Yeah. I, I mean, you can use... I, I definitely had to utilize them um, to be able to kill the other three. Or, well, two of them. He actually killed himself as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he got behind uh, an item and <laughs> tried to shoot me, and he died instead. And I was like, good, now I can finish this and be done. Um, elemental uh, uh, doodads, uh, very, very useful. I, I like getting to throw things. I have I have a little bit of up and down with that. I really like overall. I enjoy the mechanic. I think it's a lot. I've cooler also died to it. <laughs> I think it's a lot cooler I'm... to find items in the world that you can use to make the things in Breath of the Wild rather than just have to find the thing. Which in Breath of the Wild, I often devolve to just going to the Gerudo place and buying all of the fucking arrows because that's the one place where she sold all of the arrows that you could need in the same place, um, along with durians. They they might still be over there, but it's definitely I haven't made it over there. Me neither. I haven't been on the left side of the map at all. I, oh, I've I like that. Been... I've been a little over there for a specific thing, but can't talk about I, that. I've been in the bottom right. Um, I'm currently trying to get to a sky island that I saw on the map after I found the tower, and I can't get. I will. That is probably the most annoying thing, is that you have to have the rocks spawn in like the correct position in order to actually reach the sky islands. Um 
there is a really cool thing about those floating rocks that happened to me last night that I, I can't talk about because it'll spoil a tower, but it was a cool thing. It wasn't directly related to the tower. It was just a really, I'll just say it's really good timing. Um, but that was pretty cool to happen. Um, I remember when we were playing and I said, Impa, like, oh, Impa's dead. Yeah. So she's not. I won't say anything else, but she's not. I found that out. Um, also, I found Hestu, thank God, but he only I, he only did two slots. Him. He did two slots and then was like, all right, I'm heading east now. Hope to see you later. And east, based on my judgment, was not directly to the Korok Forest where he went in Breath of the Wild. So I have no idea if he's there or not. Also, I went to the Lost Woods and I have no idea how to do it. I didn't have a torch, so I couldn't test if it was the same way as Breath of the Wild. Uh, but I need all I know I is if I him. if you walk past the entrance to Lost Woods, you get instantly oh. consumed. Like I couldn't even find because like the you didn't need the fire in Breath of the Wild. You needed something to tell you which way the wind was blowing. I think that's what it was to to get there, and you could see the wind blowing in the place like around the door to the Lost Woods. So I tried to do that and it didn't work. And I and I was like, I have no idea. Anything you do in there after a half second, you just get consumed and put back at the start. So I don't know how that works yet. But also, I don't think Hestu's going straight there, which really pisses me off because I made I didn't think I thought he was going to do three. So I was going to do two weapons and a and a uh, shield. And I did the two weapons, and then he was like, "All right, see ya." So I still have fucking four shield slots, and that was like the thing I needed most. I should have done that first. I didn't really think about it but i need all more slots i need, I need so. more i need more weapon slots for sure i need more I, everything slots um i mentioned this uh earlier when i was tapping amiibo or i guess yesterday but i have two white swords of the sky from skyward sword link and i had a third but i didn't have enough space for it um the amount of so stupid just, you know, broad swords i've gotten from my amiibo not dude very... i'm so sick and tired of them but I do just... have um, the uh, Goddess Fabric, I have the Majora's Mask Fabric, and I have the Champion's Fabric. Um, I still have not I have... found Hateno Village, although based on Breath of the Wild, I know where to go. I just There's too many things to do. Gone. There's too many things to do. I'm out of pens. So I can't much. track anything. I can't use the stamps because I'll I forget can't... what that was about. <laughs> I can't get where The only I'm worthwhile going. stamp is the one that's a chest. Yeah. I I can't get where I want. I can't get enough storage. Um just get I'm, good guys. I'm I'm working on it. Hestu left me after two exchanges. <laughs> so it, I was looking. It seems the biggest complaint about this Zelda game is the disconnect from the world of Breath of the Wild. Like there's no shrines, there's no guardians, there's nothing from it's well, that made the um, first game unique. It's all not there. I mean, there are guardians and a way is just not a way anybody would want them. Because uh, they're in the towers. Oh, yeah, fair they, enough. Their arms are being used for the tower, and it's it's the only... Cause so even, maybe that's um, what the DLC will delve into, because we know there will be DLC. I mean, none of, none of us actually finished Age of Calamity, did we? No. I know what Maybe. happened, but no, I mean, it's it's a different timeline. It is not this timeline. Okay, so this this is following Breath of the Wild. This isn't following yeah. Age of Calamity. I have to say, it's impressive how they 
so if throw out the sky islands throw out the underground look at the like just the normal map it's impressive how they managed to take breath of the wilds map and copy paste it yet make it feel they just completely change like the layout of everything is different but the same like things are in the generally same location as they were before but the layout is it's totally different like now like um, I, I can't i can't really talk about that but like i'll use a very light it's so hard to talk about this game yeah like kakariko is in the same general area but the layout of the city is completely different from breath of the wild i can't really say they just tore everything down um yeah and yeah I, i'm just i'm really impressed how it it's like just enough similarity for people who have played Breath of the Wild to have an edge, but it's but that's it. not so similar that it's loop. the same map. Uh, yeah, like it doesn't feel There's the so same, and it doesn't feel completely alienated. It's just like the same general locations and the same general things, but the layout is different, the people are different, the architecture is different, the challenges are different, the like. The format of going to a place and then having that moment that everybody has where it's like, oh, I should go do that. Oh, I should go do that. Oh, I'm out of pens again uh, is completely different than in Breath of the Wild. Like like when I go somewhere now, even if it's the same place, I had a like, totally new experience. When I was trying to find Hestu, this is the one spoiler free thing I can say. So in Breath of the Wild, he was on the entrance to Kakariko Village. You go through the Dueling Peaks, hit the, the stable, back take entrance. left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, bet. I'm just going to go. I'm, I got to do this now. I need more slots. This is killing me. So I went, and he wasn't there. Um, and that is a little, like, that's kind of an easy one. Like, oh, let's just move Hestu. But the fact that it wasn't there did make it satisfying when I did happen upon him. Um, and also that like shrines are in different locations now, slightly, guess, everything's a little different. Well, including I guess the Cameron's sky. point would be a good idea if they had taken the idea of this is Breath of the Wild's timeline, this is Age of Calamity's timeline. Yeah. So the, that would explain the differences, but they're not. No, it's still, this is supposed to be a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, have you? So first off, Alex, how much have you played? You said you played a little bit. Yeah, I meant that seriously. No, I, I know you Literally. meant it seriously. I, I know you meant it seriously, but I'm saying like, like literally, how like how much is a little bit? I beat a shrine. Wait, you were supposed to play earlier before the show. I didn't. Okay. Oh, he's gonna. He's in trouble. <laughs> I'll get it done. Probably. Are you? Are you off the Sky Islands? No. Okay. okay. He asked, "Did I get to the surface?" And I said, "No." Okay. I didn't hear. I, I missed that. Eep. Um. I just I wanted the I wanted the basis there. Um, Cameron, have you oh. been to any of the four main areas yet? Like the Gerudo, Zora. Mm. Um, the closest I got was when I went to the tower. I assume near the Rito. Um, maybe it. I went. I went to the snow area, right? Yeah. So Actually, the, that might the, be in the opposite. That's the Rito. The snow area is the Rito. Is that wait? Upper is that in the corner? bottom? Yes. No, bottom right. Oh, there's a snow bottom area. Bottom right is. Right. 
Yeah, there, there's a giant. Uh, there's a. The only way to reach it, like that tower, is to have double cold protection. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So um, no, because the Rito, uh, the Rito's in the top left. Uh, then I don't, I don't know who is near. Um, probably, probably not. I don't. The the, I, the one that's near there is the Zora, because they're like on the right center ish. Oh, they're underneath the giant waterfall thing, right? Somewhere. Oh, I mean, they do have a giant. Or there's there's there. several. Well, it's no, like Sky Island wise, there. I think there's several waterfalls though. There are, but you'll know you're at the waterfalls of the Zora when you get there. I don't really want to say that more about that, but you'll know. Um, I did go. The Zora is the only place I have been because I wanted a rudimentary look at what it was going to take to first beat one of the four areas like what's gonna what's the general thing i'm supposed to do um which i still don't really know um and also i i want to see like what's the status on me getting that healing ability back from breath of the wild mifa's mifa's grace or whatever um which you probably get in some flavor that's different after doing the main thing which i don't know what to do i did the first part and uh, they were like, go, you got to go talk to that guy at, at this lake. And I looked at the map and there's not a lake named that lake uh, around the Zora, but they said it was right over there. And I followed the whole way up and I didn't, I have no idea what they're talking about. So that'll be, I, that's when I was like, uh, good enough. Um, Zora's <laughs> in bad directions. <laughs> hey, go fight that Lionel up there. Where's up there? Up there. You know, there. Well, this is the frustrating thing because... It's not like that at all, and I really want to talk about it, but I can't. Um, like, I think the most I can say is that Sidon's involved, which, duh, because he was in Breath of the Wild. It's the same guy. You're still, it's a totally different thing. Like, the scenario and the story and everything's totally different, but he's involved. And when you go and talk to him at undisclosed location, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, go talk to this guy at this lake. It's right over there. He knows all about uh, how to how to fix this thing. Do that. And I looked and I was like, I don't see that. I'll see you later. Um, I am happy to Bye. say that the Zora armor is a thing still, so that's good. You can get it from the Zora domain pretty quickly. I won't talk any more about it, but it's super super easy, which thank God. So that's nice to have double swim speed up now because I also got the helmet from Mifa, the amiibo anyway. You're yeah. welcome. Um, I, but that's the only place I've been to. I got a little close to uh, Goron's, but I didn't go up there. I need. Do we? They're kind of off topic, uh, right? But do we know if you can get the rest of the armor that they had? I assume uh, so. For the champions. I mean, I, I've seen so many tweets only from the all the amiibo, amiibo and Nintendo pages I follow. They're like, "Hey, check! Have you been scanning your amiibo? Check out our guide." And I really don't want to. Um, I did, and everyone's like, "Wolf Link does stuff," and I'm like, "Have you actually tapped Wolf Link? <laughs> Wolf Link is useless. What food is very useful? No, but like compared to all the others, Wolf Link gives nothing." You you do not get a chest with Wolf Link. Everyone has been like bamboozled into thinking Wolf Link is actually useful. I mean, giving him his own paraglider. Look, yeah, he doesn't give me items. Uh, 
combat and items. Gives, and no, he's he not a dog. Um, but I'm not going to say no to 15 pieces of meat, especially when I only have six hearts. You know how many That's meals that makes? Two pieces of meat heals six hearts. You know how many meat skewers I've got on me right now? I'm the meat man. You can cook one I, of the gourmet meats you get and get six or seven hearts out of it. Maybe eight. Like, it's crazy how much stuff meat will heal. So, I'm not going to complain. He's useful for food. If, but it's only I like the one to amiibo. use some Breath of the Wild more. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, yeah, but that was one of the most uh, unique and actually, um, you know, this useful. This is the best amiibo. Um, if you had asked me before I played Breath of the Wild on Master Mode, like the timeline where we're here right now, but I didn't do that, I would be a little more distasteful about it. But now that I've gone through the Master Mode experience and have that remembrance of how good it feels to get a shit ton of food when you know you're going to get the hell beat out of you, it it doesn't really bother me. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I just wish he like actually gave something out. More, yeah, I, more. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would be nice to get because at least I like mean, a fabric. Like, uh, which one? Of yeah, one of y'all said that a second ago. But. Yeah, Alex, Alex aerosol that. cloths. Yeah, because which I mean, the best one is obviously the Skyward Sword Zelda one. Let's be uh, honest. Oh, I don't have that one because I stupid and forgot uh, Zelda and Link. It just gives you the sailcloth from Skyward Sword, and that that's cool. I've always liked that one. Um, I did make so. Well, I guess I really can't talk about that. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make one broad statement. And nothing, and then elaborate. I think the story of this game is going to involve something about Zelda being a puppet. I I literally don't know more than that. I can tell you my evidence for it, but that would be spoiling all the story I've seen up to this point. So well, let's not. I can't. I can't. Yeah, but, Alex hasn't made it very far into the story. Well, even if he had, we've, we're only one weekend. We'll we'll. We'll come back to this when we can when the spoiler thing has been lifted. Um, Which is whenever we have a slow news week. Um, I I market it when I get my book. Spoilers are over. I gave you a month. We gave you a month. Uh, Ish. And so, I, I'm really excited to see how that goes because it's a pretty interesting story. Like overall, my experience so far, this game's dark. It feels really dark. The the areas, everything that I've seen, everywhere that I've been, the names of places, the way people act, the way things are set up, it's all very somber and melancholy. And I'm really interested to see where the story goes. Because um, between that and the Zelda puppet theory that I have, I really can see this game having a much more like um bleak literally like I, I hate to to make to bring this comparison up because it seems like this happens all the time anyway but like like you know Majora's Mask Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask was obviously the super dark flavor 
it, it feels like this could line up to be much like that, ex except where Majora's Mask was a completely different Zelda game with the same engine. It's much more, it's a direct sequel, right? So there's like a lot more direct ties between the two games. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that this game is just going to be like the Majora's Mask of Ocarina of Time when it comes to being really dark and screwy and unsettling, uh, frightening, yeah, sad, um... depressing. Like, like I can really see, and I feel like I'm onto something there based on what I've seen. Plus, Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, it's in the name. Like, there's got to be something. And they said the name was a spoiler. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure there's something there, and I believe that even if I don't hit all my points, that I'm I'm gonna get something right about this. Um, yeah. Even if it's just the generic statement, it's kind of a dark game, um, because so far it is. I'm I, I think that's what's really kind of encapsulated me a lot is it gives it. I've been given a reason to re go through this map, even besides all the differences that they added and changed. That now there's like a spooky tale like a serious spooky sad tale that like gives you the motivation to want to fix things again because it's not just oh you woke up after the bad war it's like everything's in ruin and now our princess might be possessed i think there's so much that could come in that story i'm really i'm just excited i, I want to be playing zelda right now instead of talking about it um I, so that probably pushes us towards that Yeah. Um, but that's oh man, there's just I I felt so little of this map, and there's already so much I want to talk about. It's really hard to to have restraint. Um, and even if it's a a month before we talk about things more seriously on the podcast. Alex needs to hurry up and play more of the game so we can at least talk about it amongst ourselves. I'll because... just quit work. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea, but... You know. Great idea. I found free time. How'd you do I'm that? Quitting. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I quit. Exactly. See? Every time I get a good rock, I end up, like, screwing it up slightly, and then I won't recall correctly. That's a good place to end on. <laughs> Camera yeah. messing up with rocks. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about this game extensively a in, lot. in the weeks to come, so don't be worried about that. You'll eventually get to hear our opinions on, on spoilery stuff, and one of the eventually we'll get to talk about the story, and we can come back and see if I was a dumb idiot or not. Um, Dude, my old roommate has already finished the game. Nope. He did a 100-hour stream, and I'm just like, Impressive. You get that kind of free time, though. Does he have a you job? skip work. Yeah. What? Is, did you say he was a coworker? Uh, my old roommate from oh. the college program. But he he left Disney, so I don't know where he is now. I mean, some, somewhere somewhere good. Yeah, I was uh, gonna Twitch. say like if if he has a job, it's somewhere that gives him a hundred straight hours at some point to do that. Maybe he took off. I don't know. Um. I mean, yeah, I, I would have I would have taken off last Friday if I didn't already get it off because of my 980. Um, but 
yeah, I think uh, with that, we'll end the show here. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please share us with a friend. We post every Wednesday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube.com, Games. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Um, again, please share us with a friend. Add us on Twitter, at All Night Gamers with a K. Uh, also Instagram. And, um, yeah, Instagram. Like we never use it. I guess. We might use it if people will start following us. Um. Let us Probably know. Not, uh, but... Are you playing Tears of the Kingdom right now? If you aren't, why do you like you? it? Um, do you like it? Yeah, let us know. What's your favorite part about it? Um, are you a maniac that's already beaten the game? Um, please let us know, and uh, we'll be back here next week for probably Tears of the Kingdom and some other stuff. Um, so, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you guys so much for listening again. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.